What's happening in? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yo. This is the Native Sons Podcast. Once again. Episode numero cuatro, number four. My name is Dregs One. Dio. Sean G. And we got, of course, the illustrious Deshaun Davis holding us down. Dream Ear Productions coming to you live, fresh out of the Bayview District, by way of Double Rock to be exact. Fellas, how we doing today? Oh, we coolin', 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 man. We good? I'm good. Sean, we good? I got a little We bit good? Of we a... straight? Welcome back, my brother. A little science Welcome back. Problems. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, sorry to all my listeners out there. You know, I missed the uh, last episode. Deshaun had to fill in. He did an amazing job. Definitely. Him. Give that man some applause. <laughs> but uh, I'm back. I'm feeling refreshed. You know, health is wealth. We were talking about that earlier. And I'm ready to just jump into talk about some enlightening discussion. What do you guys? Think? Man, rest in peace. Start off with that, man. Yeah, we are gonna start on a, a somber note. Um, definitely one of the biggest stories, if not the biggest story that's going on right now, is uh, the death of XXX Tentacion. Died in Florida by gunfire. Uh, very tragic and intense situation. What are your thoughts on this, gentlemen? Uh, it's tragic, but I'm not surprised, man. You're not? Sad to say. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't surprised. I didn't even know he had beef like that. Though. Not beef, but just the energy he, he kind of attracted to himself. He was always talking in dark tones, you know what I'm saying? He was inviting death a lot, inviting that dark energy, and, you know, we all know what the universe does, man. The universe gonna give you what you asked for. I'm not gonna lie though, I didn't see this coming by uh gunfire though. You know what I'm saying? I definitely didn't expect something like that to happen. For those that don't know, I mean I guess dude was just coming to buy some a motorcycle, looking at motorcycles in the dealership and uh basically died of some automatic gunfire in a robbery. We don't know if that's all that was going on though, but a Louis bag uh, was taken from the scene. Yeah, it was a it was a senseless robbery. You know what I'm saying? Um, he definitely didn't deserve it because I felt like he still had room to grow as a as a kid because he definitely was a kid. So he had he had room to grow. He just didn't get that chance. But I feel like we living in a times where you can't you can't play with your life, man, and you can't invite that type of type that type of energy into your life at all. Well, that's what kind of what I'm saying. I wouldn't have been surprised if he went. Honestly, I hate to say it, if he went out on some, you know, self harm shit or right. like some drug shit. But right. uh, I think for me, like this definitely uh, kind of messed me up. I, I was saying on Twitter, like I'm not a huge fan of his music, and I, I, you know, there's some other allegations against him that we're gonna talk about too. But I think just seeing the 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 televised murder of another young black man is just really heavy, yeah. You know what I mean, the just the fact that um. Everybody was reposting that damn video, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> and out of all the people that was there on the scene, only one person checked this post. You feel yeah. me? That's... Yeah, I, I looked at a still of the video. I wish I hadn't, but you can. You know, that's another thing that's really sick. Is like, there's a lot of vultures out here, right? Um, in the media, especially on social media, that are reposting stuff like this for likes and views and. Uh, it was really, it was pretty bad to see, you know, the young man just straight slumped like that. Yeah, man. Sean, what do you think, man? You being pretty quiet over there. 
Um, I think that uh, he's torn up, man. He was a really uh, complex person, and um, I don't wish people death. I don't celebrate death, anything like that. But I think uh, he was an extremely trash person, man. And I think, uh, you know, one thing I noticed and which hurt me even more than his death is to see all the women reactions because this dude was really a poster child or the, the head of abusive Salkai rappers. And I mm. even saw there was a um, there was an article, a headline. I didn't read the article, but it said on social media last week, and it said, how come young men can't let go of their SoundCloud heroes just because uh, they're found with uh, abuse allegations? Like, why is that such a hard time? And I think um, that's really his legacy, man, more than anything. And it's sad to see people kind of like brush that to the side. I mean, he he beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend. She had to have she has to have orbital surgery because her eyes were so fucked up. He tried to rape her with a barbecue fork. You know what I mean? He also gay bashed a gay man in prison for being gay and never showed remorse repeatedly called dude a faggot. I don't use that word, but that's what he said. And um, he was in jail. Yeah. And he also, yeah, so that's, when, that's, when that's Dylan, another when, thing I want another to thing too, too, when, when Dylan roof committed, uh, the mass murder of shooting, uh, all the black church members was in Virginia, I believe. Mm-hmm. He he was bigging up Dylan Roof and calling himself Little Dylan Roof. That was his new rap name. This dude really? was a trash person, bro. And the more you actually look into it, he was just, he was just whack as fuck. So right? here here's my. So thing. I don't celebrate his death in any way or anything, and I don't have an opinion on it. But to me, this dude was really the the centerpiece for abuse in contemporary hip hop and in SoundCloud mumble rap, whatever people want to call it. And a lot of women, you know what I mean, who've been victims of, of sexual abuse and violent abuse um, were really activated by this. And it is sad to see men who don't even are even fans of him kind of bigging them up for likes, posting pictures and for likes, saying it's sad, but never addressing all the terrible shit this dude did. And I believe a portion of that is that people don't know what he did. But I think a lot of people do, and they chose to ignore that over the couple of years. There's definitely some ignorance because so he, he, here's sorry he cut you off, but here, here's my thing is so one thing I definitely uh, agree <laughs> like there's two sides to this right. You can't bring him up and 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 not say that he was um, you know an abuser and all that stuff. You can't. It's part of his legacy. You're totally right. But at the same time, it's it's also like I think it's a little too much. Of people being like, you know, good, you know, rotten hell, all these things. I understand that it's a lot of people dealing with abuse in their own way. I, I can't speak on it, but I ne- don't necessarily think that's the healthiest way to deal with your abuse is to have those type of feelings. But my thing is, and this is none of this is in defense. If you look up at his history, it's really trouble. And so, like, I worked with with uh, young men and, and and youth for a long time. Um, that have a lot of issues similar to what this kid went through. In addition to stuff I think we can all relate to from our own personal lives and people we know. But this kid was, like, really in the system. And he had a lot of uh, abandonment issues with his mother. Right. And uh, he was locked up several times as a juvenile for some pretty um, serious stuff. The incident with the, with the gay inmate in, his, uh, in, in the detention, yeah, he definitely talked about that in a foul way. But... I don't know exactly what happened. All we know is that he just beat up somebody who happened to be gay. That could be that could I mean, be a lot. I mean, of not even to prison. be funny, but maybe that was some closet shit. 
Because, you that know. Too. Could be. That's a lot but of he, issues. But he, the whole thing about. Not to excuse it, but. Exactly. None all, of this is an excuse. That and almost all his things, he didn't show remorse for. Like I think he, saying he was, he was going to be, get there. I think so, but, too. He's but, so young, man. But, like, but all this stuff happened when he was still a teenager. Exactly. It's too much speculation to say that either way. And I'm not saying he wasn't, but. The fact that he didn't show remorse for any of these things. The for, the fact that he said this dude, the gay man, looked at him and he stomped on his head for that. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, okay, and okay. he called him a faggot and all these things and never show remorse. Never show remorse for, you know, beating his pregnant girlfriend nearly to death and then saying, I wish to hope the baby dies. His I understand. I, you got to look at, though, as someone crazy, who would do that yeah. type of thing is someone who's, like, suffering from some serious pain. I totally agree. I'm not excusing any of it, but I think what people need to do is step back and look at how, not at an individual level, but why does why are there young men out there like this? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's totally a product of the system. He's totally a product of this society. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, most abusers were abused. Like, that's just a fact. That don't excuse nothing. But it's, you know, this whole thing needs to open up a conversation about what our young men are dealing with. And it's really interesting to see how this intersects with the SoundCloud rap and the face tattoos and the drugs and all these things in social media and the depressed posts. I'm going to keep it real, man. It's, it's I, really it's I don't written. think it's going to do anything, to be real. I think that generation is just going to have to cleanse itself and grow up and, and the next generation that has to... I, di- I disagree with that. Cause no, but kind of like how the gangster rap was like a dominance and people had an issue with that. And then came the more like the, right, right. the second wave out. of the conscious rap. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think with X, I feel like um, I would have, me personally, I, w- I would have given him a chance to grow. Like none of that shit that you guys explained is, excu- is excusable and he needed to be... Um, he needed to address all of that, whether it yep. be jail time or exactly. he needed his ass kicked or whatever, you know, aside from him being killed. But he still needed to learn that lesson and grow from that. And I felt like he was getting there, though. A lot of people said that he started to change his tone and everything. Um, but the whole thing is he never addressed any of that stuff. He never. He had an open case. Are though. you talking about are you talking about like I'm just saying he never, he never addressed domestic violence. He had an open case. He, he never domestic. He never can't speak on it. Like he that. never addressed, you know, homophobia and gay bashing. He never addressed any of these things. And I'm not saying he wouldn't have. But I'm saying we can't speculate that he would have either. I think well here I think again no excuses but having an open case where you're still being investigated none of this has been proven right. the statements are very detailed and they they're very conclusory you know what I'm saying to get my esquire on but I like that word I I, I definitely don't think he anything he did to like show remorse would have looked really bad when he goes to court and he tries to fight it I mean it. he never reconciled with his baby mom she's a, uh, accusing him. She's about yeah, to go testify against him. Yeah. She dropped statements on him. That's it's just like not making any excuses. But, I mean, he could have done the, all that. You see the pictures there? I have, bro. But I'm not, the, I'm not excusing the, any of also it. But though, I'm saying, we, why, we don't why know would he? Uh, we don't know what he, what he did or didn't do though. Because if it's not in the public eye, doesn't mean that it but didn't happen. We know happen. he did all that stuff. Because no, I'm talking about we don't are, know if he reached out to. There's pictures of her. Well, here's one thing bragged about beating up the gay dude. Actually, he tried to intimidate her into silence. Yeah, that is actually another thing he was accused of. Is uh, witness tampering. So I mean, everything you're saying is right. He was a horrible. Honestly, before he died, I I really didn't think highly of this dude at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm not. I don't care for him. I'm. I'm sorry that he died, and I don't think that he deserved to die. Definitely don't think he deserved to die. I'm just saying, you know. 
just like the meme of the moment is floating around about him, like if Malcolm X would have got murdered at twenty, yeah, he would have been Malcolm Little. He would have been red. You know what I'm saying? Like he wouldn't have been the person who we know him as today. So I think we all need to step back and find not that. To, find not that to compare. Balance. Not to compare. Let me clear it though. Not to compare X to. But we also have to, Malcolm X. But we also have to look at who is the first person to make that comparison, and that was Quincy Jones to Tupac. And now we compare an extension or whatever the fuck his name is to Tupac. Like I, Tupac, I rep- like to the, me, Tupac represents every young black man that's been gunned down at an early age, bro. And and for him to die in a fucking foreign car with a die with a machine gun and a Louis bag stolen and become a national headline, that is some Tupac shit. And that's that's like the scariest thing about it is like, damn, at no point are we ever like safe. From like this type, this is one thing right. that only happens to black males. I just my I'm sorry, my, you know my biggest, right? but my biggest problem with all this is that the narrative is shifted to giving him the benefit of the doubt over women being. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't that's think that's the big, true. That's the I don't thing think that, that's good. No, but with most people, I'm not saying yeah, you guys yeah. or no, us. No, I hear you. I'm saying like that is overshadowing all this abuse and all the women that were that were activated by this. You know what I mean? And that's my problem. Is like, How I don't, many women I don't, did he abuse? I don't wish him. I'm talking about women in general. I'm talking about women. Yeah. Women mean? we know that we love. Now, if that dude that did that to my sister, I'll go shoot him. So we don't even know who shot him. We don't. You know what I mean? So that's my whole point is that we don't know what happened. I don't wish him death or anything. But I, to me, the biggest thing is women man like no one's talking about them it's always oh but he didn't mean to oh it's like all the benefit of doubt is on this dude and i'm not saying he doesn't deserve any benefit of doubt but it's like why don't we gonna listen to our women man when are we gonna actually like that's the problem and the biggest problem i noticed from all this is the oppressor's plan is working great because why are we all divided yeah look at the extension that, look exactly, at the, the system he's point. gone through look at what he did to women because he was abused Look at all, you know what I mean? That's, and then look at the division a, within ourselves. Though. I think, um, is, is, is look at the division though within ourselves. What I'm even bringing up is that how women aren't even acknowledged. The other piece and of that like, is too is that I feel like a, when he was alive, women was being acknowledged because he was. Nah, man. I no, seen hello. I seen so many men post that dude that never said shit about him and never posted not one thing about the abuse or retweeted or anything. Yeah, he had a lot but of people were, that were but, uh, but turning were, a blind eye to but that people stuff. People were posting this shit yesterday just for likes, just because it was the hot thing to here's do. Here's my here's my thing though. I think what we what we need to do to acknowledge this is, you know, as black people, people in general. You know, we need healing between the man and the woman. And we need to figure out ways to deal with an abuse and hold abusers accountable that doesn't can contribute to us being against each other and at each other's throats and destroying each other. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, I believe I believe as fucked up as someone like X was at 20 years old, he still deserves a second chance. You know what I'm saying? He still deserves some way to find some healing. He deserves the opportunity to make up his crime. Exactly. To make up his crime. That's what I'm saying. He was he was answering for his crime. So but that never happens. I mean, it never happened because he was murdered. So now we can talk about what never happened. Him being him going through the system and possibly reconciling with he could have reached out to his BM and and made some kind of you know apology and yep. and started seeing the light about him and his homophobic actions and all that we just don't know you know what i'm saying like he he was he was about to answer for all of that well, well another thing that i hope this is a wake up call to all these other rappers 
because it's you saw what happened to Rich the Kid recently and this girl. Yeah, that's sad. It's like, man, this is real. Like, it's real out here. And I don't want to see these I'm, young men get televised and, and, and keep getting brutalized yeah, and destroyed. Even with the like Rich the Kid this, thing, I don't think he, he brought that on himself. To, um, but He might have. I mean, I, then if that's the case, all rappers do, right? Well, he, he definitely was out of invites bounds. himself to be a lick just he was by out the of, lifestyle that he's pushing. That's a lot of rappers, right? Exactly. But then, yep. but you know, for every for every rapper that looks like that, there's a hungry young nigga that's looking for a plate, and he was out of he was not even in his own state. You know what I'm saying? He was out of bounds. He was with a, a female that he that he calls his girl, but. Do you really know a chick if you you know what I'm saying if you ain't grew up with her and yeah, you know what I'm saying bad. and I mean she she denies setting them up but and I damn near believe her because she do got her own money but the point is though like you flashing all this knowing that it's people that are have nots you know what I'm saying you go anywhere man and you go to Atlanta you go to L A you come to the Bay how many people got robbed in San Francisco just thinking that San Francisco is some playland that you can just come out here and and be nonchalant and not be on your toes, just forgetting about all the rules that we learned. <laughs> you know what I'm what saying? I, I think one other lesson I learned from all this is, yeah, go is ahead. first of all, we all know that anyone can get it at any time, Off right? Time. But I think a lot of these kids, man, they're so involved in social media. Yeah. They don't they yeah. don't realize, like, in the real world, there's repercussions, Off man. Off time, they not knowing about and real life, You see bro. people just doing anything for the gram, for the likes, anything online, on Periscope, whatever, IG Live, Facebook Live, and it's just like, man, Speak there's on someone it. there that will fuck you up, man. There's someone there that will fuck everyone up. You know what I mean? Even the best person. And my my point so. is, I, I don't <laughs> want to see that happen. Like, I, yeah. honestly, I don't want to see that happen to 6 9 I don't want to see it to happen to Lil Pump. I, I don't want to see it to happen to none of these little dudes. And... um. Low pump don't he don't he don't be on no shit like that, do he? It don't matter though. No, I'm that's, saying that's that's hella bands though. You have hella bands. Oh, with the money, he, he probably gonna get robbed. Every rapper get robbed. But you know, I'm talking about killed though. I don't want to see these dudes get killed. I saw two tweets that just were interesting. One tweet was like, "Damn, dudes gonna afford to kill X, but they couldn't kill George Zimmerman." All time, yeah, yeah, that's real talk. That's real ass yeah, talk right there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he running around and all safe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then the other thing too is like, um. Actually, I forgot what I was going to say. I apologize. That Sorry, happens dude. from time to time. Fuck George Zimmerman. That was the point. Yeah, fuck that dude. I don't <laughs> understand. That dude could just be doing anything. There's also the, uh, the you know, the saying that's been going around lately is, you know, about, you know, how rappers would get killed in their hometown. That's oh, yeah. Always, that's always a cold. That's yeah, always man. a fact. That's what, you know, Boosie talked about that. That's right. That's, that's why he moved was. from Louisiana. Yeah. Because yeah. he said if he stay in Baton Rouge between the police and people that didn't like him. We've seen that happen to a lot of people, you know, the Chinks, big L's. You know what I mean? Chinks uh, got killed in, in Queens in his own hood, man. Hitman, Mr. C. You know what I mean? Yeah, that list is long, y'all. Yeah. Um, point being, though, I feel like the hip-hop community needs to start restructuring what it means to be the hip-hop community. That tough guy shit is played out. You know what I'm saying? That don't make you a man if you can't box <laughs> or if you can't take no punch, you know what I'm saying. It definitely makes you less of a man if you if you uh, covet and be jealous of the next man's belongings and what he earned. You know what I'm saying? Because the the uh, the rumor is it was it was one of X's own homies. So that says a lot right there. Jealousy. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I was gonna say uh, one last thing. I remember the other tweet. The other tweet was, "How come just a week ago, 
people were talking about, oh, I hope Chief Keith kills Six Nine. Exactly. But now they're like R.I.P.X. Right. And it's like, man, wishing people death is crazy, man. Yeah. It's really like death is not a joke, man. And it's as much part of life as, as anything. People, everyone will eventually die. All life comes to an end at some point. But, man, it, it's just like you guys said earlier. I think you touched on a D and, and Drake's too. It's like you put that energy out there, man. Negative energy will come back. Let's hope, though, and if I think final note on this on this topic, unless y'all got something else to say, I think that hopefully this will be a wake-up call to a lot of these young dudes out there. Uh, I know there's a lot of fans that are going to be thinking about this. I know a lot of his allegations are going to come to light. You know what I mean? And I, I'm really hoping that uh, people see the lesson in this. And just based on the response, I think people are already, you know, starting to process what this really means, you know? But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it with, for me, I'm going to end it with, um, it goes back to, I guess, our generation, because I guess we the, we the old homies now. <laughs> so, it it goes back to us. We need to start, man, checking these young niggas, man. Chin checking them, chest checking them, G checking them. You know what I'm saying? Every kind of check and, and keeping them in line as far as, like, a code of conduct within this so-called hip-hop community because it's, it's all the way out of hand now. It shouldn't be no 6ix9ine running around the way he is. Somebody should have been checked him. It shouldn't be no XXX, Tentacion, carrying that energy that he's carrying it's a lot of people that we know that that's what was instrumental in his career that should have been a little bit more of of a counsel to him and for him you know what i'm saying and that's important they, they kids at the end of the day bro and if you you spoke on his upbringing that still meant he needed a, a big brother a father figure absolutely an og a mother figure you too. know what i'm saying a mother figure for show you know, I mean, I heard he was raised by his grandmother. I don't, I don't understand how he's got he, a lot of abandonment issues. Right, his mom. right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he needed, he needed more than himself being all uh, trapped in his head. You feel me? Well said. Um, well, and on, take care of women, man. Absolutely. Take care of our women. That's the greatest resource we have. Definitely. Absolutely. If if you know someone that's that's treating women bad, I'm not talking about like. Stun on chicks, but hitting women, putting you know emotional abuse as well. Like talk, have a serious talk with them, or put hands on that person. Like handle that shit, man. Cause well, on the subject of, of big homies, I think we're gonna switch gears now. And uh, you know, I'm the youngest one here, so I guess I got to deal with some old old rap opinions right Jesus now Christ. to talk about an old rapper. Just kidding. I love Nas, but that's what we're gonna talk about. The Nasir album. You know, I'm here with two of Kanye's biggest fans. They love no the, the production no going way, here. Man, they love this album. What do you think, Sean? You love you like this Nas album? I did, it? I did not love it, man, but I liked it. And uh, it was easily his best album in 15 years. And that's not saying anything because Nas has put, consistently put out subpar projects for over 15 years. And that, that's really, to me, the biggest <clears throat> thing that people need to take a look at is Nas, you know, he'll come with four or five really good songs that uh keep you interested and keep you realizing he won the greatest, but he'll come with a bunch of other songs that are really not very good. And uh, this album was good because it had one direction and one sound, and I think that was good for Nas. I think he tries to please everyone with his projects. If you look at it, he tries to do, like, this kind of song and that kind of song and this kind of song, especially Streets Disciple, which is a terrible album, man. When he made a double album, that album was, like, really bad. I went back and listened to all his albums. <laughs> we know to that. To have bro. an informed opinion, and 
you know, this was cool because it's just like someone was just like, this is what's going to happen after this. And it was seven songs. I liked every song. For that, it had a flawless mark. And so to me, it's easily the best album since Godson, which came out, I believe, in 2002. Those are some pretty good points. What, what do you think, D? You agree? <coughs> I agree for most of that. Um, I'm a Nas fan, man. Um I love the album. I think all seven songs was dope. Um, one song was a little weak, um, and that was the production. But as far as like his lyrical content, his lyrical direction, um, the way he he um, him and Kanye kind of collabed on on the sound, like Sean mentioned, the sound that was created for this project. I think Nas was phenomenal with that. Um, Street Disciples was trash. I agree with that. <laughs> um, but I, I loved the album before this. I loved Life Is Good. I I thought that was a great album. You know, it wasn't like a flawless album, but it was it was definitely a great album because it had some songs on there that was phenomenal, like phenomenal, phenomenal. Definitely, I feel like all his projects have phenomenal songs. But it's like if you have four or five good songs and you have six or seven really boring songs that are not good songs. It's like, is it really that good? Yeah, I think like, this like, album had uh, six or seven boring ass songs. I think nah, this album, nah. I think you guys are tripping. Nah, nah, I think no the way. beats were whack. Nah, nah, man. I thought this had one or two good ones. Deshaun laughing over there because he feel me. He knows nah, that these two are tripping. You just... Bro, the beats were not tight. The nah, beats nah. were not tight, bro. They I were wish decent. we could play it sounded, the music. It sounded, <laughs> I listened to it several times because I tried to give it a chance. I, but that that there was no knocker on that song. There was no one song that was really banging. There was nothing that got I don't my head. Understand there was, there was all that. the tempos were slow. Um, all of them. All of them were slow. That's like, not what true. Is slow though. What does that mean? I don't know, man. Like, that's I don't not know true. The exact BPM because I'm not a DJ listening no, to. No, but that's that not year, true though. They're like 90 BPMs. I mean, that's it was slow? too slow. No, what's the name? Was over 100 BPMs. Which one? A uh, cop shot the kid. Okay, that's the only good song on the album. That's the only one I like. That's the only one that bon has some energy. Bonjour was hella hard. Bonjour was cool. Hella hard. It's my only other one that I kind of like. Everything you, was crazy, a, amazing. Everything you, was an amazing song. If you listen to like Illmatic, like all the beats are like 92 BPM. So I don't know what you, I don't understand. And that's the well, problem. Well, that was 30 problem, years ago. The problem so. with, with Nas though and a lot of his fans is that I know a lot of his fans, um, they compare everything to Illmatic, which is not fair to him. And I don't compare oh, yeah. nothing. No, no, I said a lot of shit. No, but I'm just saying for shit. me, because I didn't come in as a Nas fan with Illmatic. I, you know, I, I probably heard Illmatic maybe four or five times in my life. What? I didn't, I didn't start there, bro. I'm going to just keep it real. I didn't start there. I started with um maybe the one after. Probably the one after. I think but. I think Nas has been getting like this a lot of flack for being one of the worst beat pickers of all time, which I totally disagree with. I think he's I, he's I think he's made some questionable decisions, but I think his catalog is way too strong to to really criticize like that. But I'm sorry, man, these beats were all whack to me. They were not that tight. They can were we, not can we that do tight. away with the freeze phrase beat picker and just call it beat selection because the sure. beat picker just reminds me of Vlad, and, sure. and he's not. While he does some good things, he's he's kind of like not the best person to diagnose the culture. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Like beat picker is just a terrible. All right, beat selector. He raps over beat selection. He has terrible kind of whack beats, man. And I thought these Kanye beats were but see, that, fit in that category. This is my thing. Nas is arguably one of the dopest lyricists, right? For sure. 
What is what does a beat have to do with that? Uh, you gotta give the, the the you gotta give the artist something to shine on, man. You no, gotta, but I'm you gotta give me a canvas to paint on. Come you know on, man. But we listening to what he's saying, right? You listening uh, to how he's saying it, right? Man, but I'm saying it was delivered a little too slow for me. It was not, you know what I'm saying? It was not entertaining. No, bro. some real shit though. Like if he's saying the most if he's saying the right shit for the for the culture that we want rappers to talk about. He's saying the shit that we wish an XXX tentacion talks about because it's going to reach that age demographic, right? Nas is doing it because that's what he's great at. Regardless of if it's on a, a whack-ass beat from Kanye, Kanye bottom-of-the-barrel beat, or it's on, you know, a young kid's beat off of Fruity Loops, it doesn't matter. It's still Nas kicking that shit. I'm going to let you answer this one. Do you agree with that? The beat does not matter? I think it matters. I'm not saying the beat doesn't matter in general. For Nas, it, it shouldn't matter. I think it matters in general, and I think Nas has selected some terrible beats, but I actually think the beats were better than the lyrics on this album. I think Nas had lost his oh, step man. lyrically, um, as is Jay-Z. I just don't think they're hungry. I don't think they're motivated like the way they used to be. doesn't mean the lyrics are still not top-notch, but I, I think by his own standards, it was below par. And uh, I liked the, the the beats on this album, and I liked that there was one direction, and, and I liked that he wasn't spread too thin. Well, one and, of, one and of, it worked for me. And, and, and the whole thing is, like, I like how it doesn't have a radio single. It doesn't have a song necessarily, like, there could be a video. It doesn't have a song for you and a purpose. It's just it's just him rapping, man, and just beats, and it's just, that's, to me, is... You know, I kind of dug that. I kind of see. I see it I as like an avant-garde type I, of project. I, I see that, like especially the EP format. You know, that's cool. One of our our live viewers, Staxwell, said he does not vibe well with Kanye, and I definitely agree with that. I'm not feeling Kanye at all. You not feeling Kanye as a person or as both, a, as a musician? Both. I definitely don't want to hear him rapping a guest fe- feature. I don't want to hear his production. I I, I was surprised that they went production. all the way to Wyoming just to make some beats that sound like that. It you sounded don't like hear... it was made in the basement in like a weekend. It did not. Say, you don't want to hear his away. production because he's whack, or you don't want to hear his production because. He's working out his his point of view in the world because he's in the sunken place. No, it's mostly that factors into it. But I think I mostly don't want to hear because I don't think it's that tight. I think it's not jamming. I think whether or not uh, it's warranted that people are extremely biased with Kanye right now, and it makes it super polarized. I didn't expect anything with this album. I thought I thought it was gonna be bad. Like the last fifteen years of Nas albums, I just thought it was gonna be very disappointing, and it was gonna be a just something I'd want to look away from, which is how I felt about Kanye lately. But uh, to me, it was easily the best project out of the four that have come out that Kanye's put together. And again, I'll stand by it, man. It was the best. It's the best Nas project in over 15 years, man. It was a breath of fresh air. Uh, that's a low bar. I hate to be saying all. I'm not gonna lie. I hate to be saying all this because I love Nas. Now I'm a huge Nas fan. I didn't have huge expectations for this either, but I would, and I want to use this to segue into our next point. But I do want to see some of our legends continue to drop legendary projects. And I know that's kind of like wishful thinking. And that's that's kind of like almost impossible uh-huh. these days. I'm not expecting him to come with Illmatic Part 2 or Stillmatic Part 2. I think two. y'all are, though. Man. No, 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 no. I just want him to come out with a banging album for the times. What does that that's mean? still no. him doing what he does. I, I think this was great because it wasn't for the times. It was, it was just they did it. And it was it was just what it was. It was, it was hip hop, man. What is and Nas that's the for thing the is, times? Is, is, whatever Kanye is, or whatever he's become, and how 
grotesque it could be, Kanye still had hip hop. That's why he was the right person for the job because when it came down to it, he can make loop beats and just, and just he can shit out beats like that nonstop, man, and just make dope beats, man. And and that sounded like it showcased. I, I, I'll way. answer your question though. I think I think sorry to cut you off. This dude's throwing his hands up like he just missed a free throw or something like that, or he didn't get the call in the game. Look, I'm hosting a day. I'm hosting a ba- day, baby. I'm doing my job, man. What's the what's the, 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 the the formula that that is missing from this album or what would have made it really good is like some soul and some jazz and some knock and some and the beats. Yeah, they might have had a soul sample, but it just was not moving, man. Like the rhythms wasn't there. It's the, crazy because the it wasn't there. The mix wasn't even that good to me. I do, I like these beats were just not banging why, why it anyway. Why was the mix the way it was though? Because I don't know, man. It was why, the showcase lyrics. It didn't work. Didn't well, that's what, what it, it sounded like. Intent. He was trying to make some. He should have gone to Rock Marciano to do an album like this. If he just wanted to do some minimalist over some fly samples, he could have gone to that. It sounded like he could have gone to Mad Lib and got some better beats. Nah, dog. I don't think so. You don't even listen to Mad Lib, do you? Stop, stop, friend. Nah, dog. I think the only person that probably could have gave him an equal, Alchemist, an equally better Blaze. album. Now nah, I was gonna say Alchemist is a good one for sure. I was gonna say uh, Jake One. No, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! Jake One is hard. I haven't heard that name in since 2013. Jake you, One is hard. You co-produced some of your favorite shit that comes out. You don't even know it. What well, it was last one of my favorite songs that he co-produced? No, you tell me. Well, you just brought it up, so I thought you knew. He just always oh, yeah. he working right. on all kinds of people's shit, just like Ilma. Yeah, but what was the last song? One one of my favorite songs that he produced that came out. Oh. I like it like you that by know? Cardi okay. B. Oh, that's my jam. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was Jake. That was Jake. Exactly. No, yes, it was. Not trying to play me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I think there are a lot of different options out there. I, I, I'm not. I'm anti Kanye. I don't. This dude should not be eating right now for his comments and his lifestyle. Just sit down, bro. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to support that dude. I'm sorry. Come on. All right. So look. I realize I'm not being objective right now. Let me just say this. (laughs) Let me just say this, though, bro, off of that. I feel like that's a little hypocritical, bro, because we just was sitting here saying XXX should be. He's 20 years old. Give it time to grow. What, 40? But Kanye still, he he still ain't fully. Give him time to grow. But he's still. No, he started in a phenomenal pace where we placed where we are. This is his final form. That's not even true. He's not even half. <laughs> he's not even half a life right what now. What you think he's gonna like resurrect himself and finally Bruh. become find enlightenment and become Buddha Bruh, who and said this? make up um, for all his his sins? Muhammad Ali said, "If you're the same person you was at thirty when you when you're fifty, then you wasted twenty years of your life." Well, you know they wasted forty minutes of my life with this whack ass nah. album. So it was twenty three minutes long. <laughs> okay, <laughs> even yeah, I had to listen to it twice just so I could come on here now and argue with you guys. I don't know. How long is it? Like 36 minutes. It's yeah, funny not a waste to see of time, people complain, though. That's not a waste of time. It's not long enough. I'm like, not. no matter. I don't care about the length. It's Point being, though, I feel, like you, I feel like you you, you kind of, it's an anti-Kanye thing, yeah. which which I get it. Musically, for sure. It's um, All the other stuff. No, I don't like think the, musically. No, no, no. The main thing is the music. The whole thing if is. It, that, if it was banging, I would have gave it up. I, believe, I don't care. I believe Mad Lib produced it. It was the same exact thing. People would love it. But I think that people have a bias and a negative connotation with Kanye as, you know, that's fine. You know, but I, I think that's really what it is right Mad Lib could have produced and, it. I would have just gave it more credit. I wouldn't have thought it was necessarily more amazing. You would have liked it more. You would have felt better about Possibly. it. Possibly. So, and, and that's okay. I mean, that's, that's what uh that's I'm what still a Kanye fan. I'm still a Kanye fan. I want to see his evolution. I was definitely um, upset about the comments, but I understood that 
he was still trying to work some shit out in his head that he didn't understand. And um he's a he's a known he he's a, a self proclaimed non reader. He don't be up on current events and he just was thinking that he was he was doing something radical and I felt like he figured out that he was wrong. That's why he shut all that shit down. Well You know I, what I'm saying? So like real shit, because if if he really felt strongly about what he was talking about a couple months ago, he would still be talking about it right now. But I feel like some people checked him. Like, dude, you you like really you really fucking up our money. Shut up. Not Shut even up, that. I feel like it was some some people that he he respected came to him. Like, dude, you really like you off the mark on this. Yeah, I mean, we, we respect like, you, but we you you like off on this one. You feel me? There's people like Ti and stuff who sit down with that dude for four or five hours and try to talk to him, and it's just like like, bruh, slavery was not a choice. I mean, man. It's, it's really just hard. I mean, I get back to it, man. Like what I said in the other podcast, like it's really hard to talk to someone that is. Severely mentally ill, man. Yeah, someone severely and mentally ill should not be producing an album for Nas right now. That's my point. I mean, but scoopity you love, but doopity boop. But all right, there's plenty of artists. Scoopity that. doopity boop to both you two. That was a trolling song, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was trolling. Just everyone off today, uh, man. I'm hosting. This is what y'all brought me on here to do, man. Someone gotta wake it up, man. So I didn't listen to the the Jay Z and Beyonce album because, uh, you know, I have a soul. I have. I don't. I'm not brainwashed by mainstream media. You know what I'm saying? I don't automatically think everything they do is the greatest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a Jay-Z fan. I'm so, not a Jay-Z fan But either. I listen to every every project. Did you listen to put, this? Yeah, I liked it. What was the highlights? Um, the highlight is I feel like it was a more, it was a a continuation of 441, 444, and it was better produced. I like that they gave some long time grinding producers a shot like cool and dre i love to oh, see dope. yeah I, I like to see cool and dre shine on there ill mind that sean mentioned oh that's dope is on there um it might not everything boy it's wonder dope. is on there nice i you know like i i was happy to see that for them um and actually like um ill mind and is it yeah just ill mind we share a lawyer so <laughs> that was a win for our lawyer that i like to see um and the just the shit that they was talking about on there, I don't like the whole Jay Z continuing to apologize for what he what he did, his infidelities and shit. That shit gets tiring. Well, you you know that this is a theme album, right? And so this is yeah. part three. Lemonade was part one. Four 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 was part two. So Lemonade was like accusations, right? Like you cheat on me. Part two was like I'm sorry. The apology. And, and part three was like we're back together. Right, we're right. Making it work. So, yeah. yeah, it's almost as the if theme. this whole thing in their lives was, was scripted planned. to sell yeah. albums or something like that. What did you think of the music? <laughs> Too fast for you. What did you think of the music? Now, what did, did you, you uh, hear it though, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I listened to it last night a couple of okay. times, and yeah. it started like slow to me. I didn't like it at all, but the second half was really strong, and there was definitely a couple of songs I really like, like Friends. Friends is, is raw. This is a song I think anyone could could really get some good knowledge out of. Yeah, Friends uh, is Black wrong. Effect was really wrong. an important song, and Jay-Z comes out and says, I could go to any Martin Luther King Boulevard in the world and be good. Right. That's a good line. You know what I mean? So, like, those songs, but overall, the I think last he 40 four, said five, it first, but. four or five songs were, like, really, really dope, man. The, yeah. the, the first song, the, the first half was just kind of uh, not for me, and, and I'm not a, a big J and Beyonce fan. I was a big Jay-Z fan about 15 years ago, <laughs> um, but uh, not anymore. But uh, But I think it was a good effort. 
I, I, my thing with Jay Z is uh, like I was kind of joking about earlier. I, I don't think I hate how anytime him or Beyonce just like farts in the wind, it becomes an event. I think uh, I think the reason why Jay Z has been able to maintain his success and his popularity is strictly because of marrying Beyonce and becoming. I disagree. I don't that so huge power couple. I he was so big before that man. Yeah, I disagree. He made her big. I mean, staying. He big. made her bigger. You think so? Yeah, uh, yeah. Now she's for sure bigger. I than think him. she eclipsed him a long time ago. No, nah. she might have, but I'm saying he made her big when he started dating her. Yeah, because you got a trip. The Black Album. He was the oh biggest God. thing going. Beyonce was. She was in a group that was big, but yeah. it was not the same. Well, you guys are older than me, so you remember it better. Bro, we are two years apart, bro. You know, so <laughs> those, those are two young, long years. I think I think a big mean? thing Black to take away uh, so far from this podcast and just from all the topics we covered is just um, how severely ill our society is with idol worship, man. And we've all been, right, right. we've all been, you know, I've been victim to it. I've been guilty of, of worshiping idols, but... Uh, Man, it's just like you said. Yeah, like it's 20 like years these, ago. <laughs> these dudes are at the at the top, you know what I mean? And, and, and when they whatever they say goes, and, and people stop and pay attention. And I'm not saying they don't deserve that. Um, same thing with, with with X. It's like he does something bad. Well, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, or let's crucify him. Whatever it is, but it's like people. It's like our society is so big on idol worship, man. And I think we forget about community, forget about ourselves, and we forget to. We don't need to look to these people for any kind of validation or for the next big thing, man. It, it's within ourselves and within the community and with all types of, of independent artists and um, and musicians all over the world. I feel that. So overall, though, is this worth uh, listening to? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a good project. Okay. It is, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth listening to. That's some dope ass The songs. content on there, just with what they talking about is dope. Yeah, there's some My really thing is like good this, like shit they talk we, about. Pretty poetic. Yeah, I agree. People complain about what rap is is doing now, the popular rap, and man, like, why is this being played on the radio? And songs need more substance. And I'm not a huge Jay Z fan at all. I've never purchased a Jay Z album in my life. But he on there kicking that shit that people are saying is missing on the radio. Yeah. Him, him, Nas, um, shit, even even Ye on that album, he was kicking some cool shit, and people. I don't want to say like you, but people are saying the things that you say that I don't even know if you're saying this, but people are saying like they sound old or they, no, that's but, not what I'm trying to say. I know. Yeah. I, you've never said that, but I'm, I'm hearing that though. And, and, yeah. and that meme that came out with the two basketball players. That and, shit's hella real though. That's just pretty funny though. Nah, but it's not hella real because hip hop is the only genre where we don't praise our elders, bro. Nah, but I think, I think, you know, there was a meme. I think he's referring to a meme with a, an old over the hill Patrick Ewing when he played for the Orlando Magic. I forgot and about Hakeem that. Hakeem Olajuwon playing for the Toronto that Raptors. Was, <laughs> but those are still the greats, but they just lost a step. And I, I will say that Jay Z and Nas definitely lost a step lyrically. Are they still really good? Of course. Did they lose a step lyrically? I just don't think that by their own standards, and I compare artists to themselves, that they're up to par with their with their greatest efforts, and that's okay. But my that's thing okay. is, and that's what that meme was saying. It was saying that those are still the guys. Patrick Ewing and Hakeem Olajuwon are still the guys, but it's like they were not at their best when they went in their twilight years to these expansion teams. They were not. I don't want to compare them to athletes. I'm just saying that you can't expect a 2018 Nas to sound like. 
a 2000 or a 99 now is because they're not in that same my, life. My thing I, totally agree. I, totally life. Agree. I think I don't think there is an age limit on hip hop. Right? Nope. But I do think that the the brighter your star shines, the the faster it burns out, and it's hard to keep delivering at that same level that you would expect from someone like a Nas or a Jay Z. But wh- I, what I'm are the cool expectations? Just classic, legendary shit. That what does that mean? You, though? That says something for your life. It's, it's and, really you know like like, like uh, you can't really describe. I mean, it, they but... they made uh, countless projects that were perfect. You know what yeah, I mean? I so agree. anything I less than that, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. From them. But, yeah, but... But it, if you hear, like, you know, a, 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 a beat hard. tape from DJ Premier when he's, like, 60, you're going to bump the it. the music that you know they... Th- those but classic like, albums that they made in those times was popular hip-hop music. What they're doing right now isn't popular. No, that's fine. I mean, it's selling all the records. No, no but it's not, it's not pop hip-hop. That's the that's the standard huh? though. It, it no, it's not standard. because it just don't sound like a lot of pop shit. But it's no, pop, I'm saying turn on the radio. It's not, but it'll be on the radio and it's popping its own right. The J and Nas, the J and Beyonce will for sure. I don't yeah. know I'm saying turn on the radio, go to the club. It ain't that song. It ain't the every hour on the hour song. It's not the every DJ. But playing neither it. was Illmatic and, when it came out. Illmatic was but not on at mainstream that time, radio. Hip hop wasn't the mainstream genre. I'm talking about when they put out those when Jay Z put out. Blueprint, Black Album, all that. Jay Z was the biggest rapper ever. I think it's complex. He's not the biggest rapper no more. I think it's complex because we're seeing right now, like what Beyonce and Jay Z are doing, is something that no, no one's ever done in mm-hmm. the genre. And I think to what Drags was saying, um, Illmatic, although it was big in the tri-state area of New York, was it never it's went platinum. It didn't go platinum two right. years later. Yeah. And there was plenty of albums that went platinum from hip hop artists at the same time. Fact. Um, that were pop though. But I just think <laughs> we're seeing something that just that that will. You know, it's just never been done, and, and I, they are pop art. I mean, Beyonce is the—you could argue she's the queen of pop music, fact, easily, sure. easily. So what they're doing is pop. Now, is it a mature, and um, is it omitting black excellence and have amazing message, which is all things that you don't normally or oftentimes find in popular hip hop music? Of course, but I, it doesn't mean it's not pop. Music. I think I think you can put out uh, underground music forever. And that will never ever have an expiration date, and there's never gonna be a limit to like someone like Nas's creativity or Jay's creativity. But I think what I am trying to say is, it, and I think what you're saying too is like you can't really replicate that same level of success. But I would like to see it happen, though. I don't know. I'm but, not saying you can't replicate the same level of success. I'm saying you can't keep making that music that made them successful. Yeah, Nas was kicking that, that shit from he was kicking that Queen shit, that young nigga shit. Of that era, he's not that person no more. The dude can liquefy all his investments right now and become a billionaire. Like he's not rapping about the shit he was rapping about twenty five oh, years yeah. ago. The other thing that I want to bring up earlier too, that's kind of makes this album weird, is uh, the timing of that, and then like the allegations with him and Khalees and all that stuff. Now nah, that album was already in the making though. Yeah, but it's still the I don't know. It's just weird. I don't even know why I brought it up. We're not even talking about the Nas album no more. But I mean, I do think like. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't really want to. Do you think Nas is gonna make another dope album after this? I wouldn't bet. I'm hoping. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet that it would happen. Yeah. I'm hoping he keep, keeps making music. But I mean, he, he he didn't make a dope album in the last 15 years by my standards. So by by what I believe his standards are. So yeah, I would like to see Nas. I would like to see a um a Khaled produced Nas album. 
what the that's in one person ever in the history of the world y'all not i mean i would explain that not him actually producing and making the beats but he would go oh to like make give him that mainstream sound nah not even i'm not talking mainstream i'm talking i think that he would be able to kind of just be our a and r a nas album i think he can a and r like the songs the songs that nas was on when he was on Khaled's album Mm -hmm. the songs that he's on the the future and young thug album Mm -hmm. and nas on those Nah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it doesn't he does really not work. know how to rap. It doesn't beats. really work. It really doesn't. I'm work. not talking and about I'm rapping not saying, on those beats. I'm not saying that it couldn't be good. Yeah, but I'm saying like, what? I think the last thing Nas did, like Nas has done really good stuff with Rick Ross of all people, and but that's Rick Ross yeah. isn't super. His music and and stuff he does is kind of. But more, Rick Ross is a, a product of Khaled. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying the stuff that he's done on Khaled songs and the stuff that he's done on like. You, you just on the did, uh, what, so six Nas album feature? done was can what uh, I didn't think it was that I didn't great. think it was very good I loved it I think uh, damn we all got some all over the place opinions here that's fine but yeah, I do good. think we can all agree that um, there is no age limit especially since no, we're all in no. our 30s and, and hip hop is still growing. It's still yeah, I'm not young. even saying Absolutely. that because we you know you and I are are you know hip hop we are artists but as an as musicians musicians don't age bro you know what i'm saying like in every other genre the older you get the more praises you get as a performer to a point yeah but to a certain point point. the problem is that in hella genres like um let's say like rock and roll and stuff people praise people and they make crap and they still praise them which is also stupid too so like the Rolling Stones didn't make a good album since 1974, example, yeah. but, I but can't they sp- people I'm will not still speaking. sound their posters. No, but I'm just saying like in other genres though, there are plenty of dudes that get hella praise from a ton of people, and they're making really bad music, or they're making not very. You know what I mean? It's, there's no evolution to their music. They're just trying to get a check, and they just know that they can tour and make twenty million dollars or whatever the fuck it is. So it's apples and oranges. What I will say is, um, by hip hop standards. And by my own standards, as much as I like the lyrics that Jay and I spit, they both sound washed. A little bit, and that's kind of <laughs> what I'm. That honestly, that Ewing, okay that Ewing and Olajuwon meme is kind of on point, man, because they just they not shooting the like they were when yeah. they first got in the league. And that's okay. They still, still fun still to watch them play. I still want to listen to what they have to say. I still want to listen to. I hate the sports. I actually reference. really hate. I really hate when people compare music to sports too. So I feel you, and I hate. <laughs> top, that's why. But that's why I hate top five lists. And I hate. Um, I hate the the subjectivity of, of comparing sports to, to to artists, and I don't think that sports and art it, it, you can't quantify. Yeah, art because sports is sport. a physical thing. But bro. that meme was brilliant, and I laughed, and I thought it was really good. It's still just a way of just looking at age. Nah, I still want to hear their offering. I still want to hear what they have to say, but they sound washed, man. Like it is what it is. They're okay, you, they're like forty five years old. That's all right. They're fucking stupid rich. You they know don't what I mean? sound like, washed. You kind of got at this earlier though. I think like, so. You I'm just can't. I think so. You just can't. But it doesn't emulate. mean like they're garbage. It just means that they're old. Why? Not washed is garbage though. Nah. Not to me. You can't emulate the the feeling of Nas when he came out of Queensbridge. Like you can't emulate, you know what I'm saying, the feeling of Jay Z when Rockefeller was running the game. It was special, man. And it those was like types lightning of feelings in a bottle, going man. to the music, exactly. And that's that's what that's what kind of makes it special. Yeah. But it was generational talents, day, man. Generational offerings. Like you can't. They can still put out good special. material. They can still put yeah. out stuff. They can and still want, experiment it, as artists. And even if they put out bad stuff, I want them to keep coming with stuff because that's the art. Art is what Basquiat said: like uh, paintings, how we decorate rooms, but art is how we decorate time. I mean, music's how we decorate time. 
Exactly. So it's like, I, I said that. That's yeah, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically oh, said that. Okay. But it's like, I want to hear. I want dudes to always come out with music, even if I don't like it. I'll be and I compare artists themselves, so I'll be like, "Yo, that shit is not tight compared to past works they've done." But it doesn't mean I want them to stop doing what they're doing. It doesn't mean that it's invalid. It doesn't mean I'm gonna keep that. it real. If we compare artists' projects to each to previous projects, every new project an artist puts out is gonna be trash, almost because if if you comparing everything to Illmatic, it's not gonna measure up because you can't recreate that moment. You know what I'm saying? If you compare I mean, everything yeah. to Reasonable Doubt, or if you compare everything to the Blueprint, it's not gonna measure up. But you I feel can, me? but I can compare the level of lyricism and hunger to that level. And I'm did saying, you like Jesus? I'm just saying I really liked Jesus. Okay, but would you compare that to College Dropout or or um or late registration? Oh man, we're gonna talk about Kanye. I mean, again. I don't think it, I don't think that was a lyrical album. If someone said this, but it was the, still a the, great uh, album, though, right? It was comments. a great album, and that's what I liked about it is that it, it broke all the rules. Like the thing, it, I had to, it did its own rules. That's my thing, and, and the that's thing very that, rare though. That's like a once in a lifetime thing. Also, that's kind of catching lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? That's right. a one like who does an album? The that one, the one rapper the who's still spinning at the top of his game is E Forty. So I disagree. <laughs> you guys are tripping, but we're gonna bring it back to I'm the bay, to, man. I'm gonna listen to I'm gonna listen to every E forty album, but it's not the same at all. Nah. Let's bring it back to the bay, man, for a minute and we're gonna switch. Oh wait, but the the thing I just wanna make the point about the Yeezus album. Oh man. I had to stop comparing Yeezus to previous albums in order to like it. I had to like just appreciate yeah. it for what it was. I had to. It's his own thing. Exactly. That's you know what, what I'm saying? Understand. It's his own thing. It's, yeah. And that's what the goal of the album and was. That's that what was the I did. And that's what I do it. with Nas. That's what I do. Like I didn't like this last Kanye album. I didn't think it was. You know, I thought it was his least, least creative album. It, it was kind of. Tr- it was. It was weak to me. He yeah. had like maybe like two or three on there, but it was weak to me. Yeah. But I appreciated the Nas album for what it was. <laughs> I appreciated the Pusha T album for what it was. I didn't like the, the Yay and Cuddy album because I'm I'm not a Kid Cuddy fan at all. I fuck with Cuddy, but I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, so, but I, I'm listening though. Boop. I'm listening to it though. You know what I'm saying? Scoopity doopity boop. Jags loves to hate though, man. No, I don't love to hate, bro. I just have a. <laughs> I just don't believe in the Church of Kanye. I'm not a follower. There's no church. Yeah, I want to bring him back to, you know, this is the Native Sons podcast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Native Sons of San Francisco. We had a lot of changes in San Francisco recently. And, uh, you know, somehow, magically, our prediction over who was going to become mayor. Oh, it wasn't true. magic, man. It wasn't magic? Was it political magic? It or by design. <laughs> it was political magic. By design. Uh, well, London Breed. Hey, man, like Nas San said. San Francisco native is like the new Nas mayor. Like Nas said, it was written. <laughs> it was written that London Breed would become mayor. Nas agree? said it was written, but was never told. You feel me? And uh, I believe it was San Quinn who once said, in the city where the gays get more justice than blacks. blacks. Uh, yeah. But hey, somehow London Bree has won and defied the odds to show young black girls what's possible out here. Shout out to the first um, black woman being mayor of San Francisco. Interesting fact: Did you know that Willie Brown was the first black male? Yeah, mayor of San Francisco? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, but her being the first black woman of San Francisco, and San Francisco is less than three percent black now, so I don't really know what that means. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm saying? She's like one percent of the right, <laughs> right. Just one percent of the population. So, um, <laughs> but you oh, know, I, we definitely called it, and you know, shout out to her. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, any that, predictions? Um, any uh, predictions for the future? 
under our new mayor. Back to Nas is not positive. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it becomes positive. I don't really want to speak too much on it now. Congratulations to London Breed. But um, I fear the worst, man. I really do. We talked about it on previous episodes. We'll see what happens, man. But we will for sure uh, report on the good and the bad, man, when it happens. That's what we and do. Objective journalism. Yeah, we're objective. Drag's not so much, but right. me and DL are objective. We try to be. Right. And, you know, we'll, if she does good stuff, we'll talk about it. If she does bad stuff, we're definitely going to talk about it. So I just would we'll like see to happens. see. I would like to see um, more people that that do community work get more empowered in the city. I just don't know what it means anymore, bro. Like, I mean, I'm one of the people that still believes in repping Frisco and want to uplift the black community in the city. But it's getting so small. You know what I'm saying? So something has to happen to where we got to come together a little bit more. But it's a lot of elitism going on at every level in the black community in San Francisco. And so... A lot of stuff got to get broken down in order for that to happen, in order for the black community to get a little bit more tight. I'm going to say one thing about this is you can't really vote your way out of oppression. It's a fact. A lot of people don't realize that. And all I'm going to say to you people out there, whoever's watching and whoever's listening, is just pay attention and, uh, you know, be aware. And these politicians are supposed to work for us, and it's up to us to hold them accountable. But you also got to be able to read the writings on the wall, man, if you don't know how corrupt San Francisco politics really are, then uh, you got to dig deeper, do a little research, man. It's the Wild West. You feel me? It's a fact. And I'm going to say to all my hustlers, man, um, all y'all get money in Frisco, start investing in all these billion-dollar industries that's going on in the Bay Area. That's the only way y'all going to survive out here. Y'all got the money to do it. I know it's a risk, but how do you think wealth is made, man? Y'all got to stop see past the flip you feel me money is 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 a lot more than the flip sometimes you gotta put money in places and just let it sit but be strategic about it you feel me see past the flip make your money work for you exactly i was just telling i was just telling some homies that today like it's gonna it's gonna take more than these vacuum seals and (laughs) these food savers and (laughs) you know what i'm saying and these trips out out of town and out of state to maintain wealth because that's not wealth you feel me y'all y'all getting there but take that money and start learning how to create real wealth i agree those are some good uh parting words to our listeners too um i definitely agree you know i'm i'm on my path right now as an artist but becoming a lawyer i see this type of stuff happen every day um i think you know my uh closing words would say that um, it's time to talk about new music. That's my closing words on this topic. Oh, excuse me. Well, we're at an hour mark already, but we're going to keep it rocking because we got some important stuff to talk about. Sean, why don't you go ahead and introduce this? Um, It's become aware that uh, Jason Perkins, who is owner of Brick and Mortar Music Hall and part owner, was formerly part owner of New Paris, uh, has uh, launched... Or has been what has attacked homeless people, pulled guns on them. He he posted literature by homeless encampments and he burned them down, beat them, killed them. Um, he's also a, a raging Zionist, pro-Israel um, supporter, and it's, you know this news is breaking now. Um, 
And it's serious, man. These are serious allegations. And, and brick and mortar, as we covered in the first episode, is one of the only places that have uh, been a, a stage or a showcase for local San Francisco talent. So this is big, man. The owner is, is a fucking devil, man. He's weak. So just to clarify, the, the owner of, or I guess he's one of the main investors, right, or main owners, main nah, partners. He, yeah, he's, he's the owner. Oh, he's the owner. Of yeah. Brick and Mortar. And People he was, divested. Okay, so he owns Brick and Mortar Music Hall, which is a, a, a venue that's hosted a lot of local talent. And like, he has stake in New, in New Paris. And he has group. stake in New Paris. And apparently this divested. dude goes yeah. around, you know, uh, harassing and assaulting homeless people in his spare time. Yeah, There's he, been a lot of that going <laughs> around. There's like that dude at Lake Merritt that was was beating somebody up. I just read today that yeah, they, they, was, they, they caught some dude uh, um, who's like, I don't know, some 50-year-old dude just going around kicking the shit out of random yeah, homeless people. Yeah, kicking homeless people in the face. What city was that? That was here. Was that here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was here. San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, man, they caught yeah. this dude on video, man. Yeah. They, they arrested him. Um, hopefully, um, Jason Perkins is dealt with as well. One thing I will say is uh, he used to own part of New Paris, and that was owned by a friend of mine, Michael O'Connor, who used to own Justice League. Uh, Michael is, is for social justice, always has been. Um, so I don't want to, him to get con- confused with Jason Perkins. I don't think they had a good relationship for a long time. I don't think he really liked that dude. So this is not an attack on Michael O'Connor or New Paris. But, you know, I've heard for years or two Jason was a piece of shit. Now, you know, and those are through interactions people had. I've never had a personal interaction with him. Just kind of crazy, um, considering how much I, I've done events at, at both of those uh, venues. Um, but now there's there's video of him on Valencia Street in broad daylight pulling a gun on a homeless person. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, hella crazy. There's there's you know they they found out he. Oh, was you post- didn't know that? I didn't. I just saw the headline. There, yeah, there, that was crazy. You know they found out he was posting um, um, all this this threatening literature. Uh, right next the homeless camp homeless encampment that was right next to brick and mortar, like right by the skate park right there. Which yeah. is crazy, man. Like he Under was right the there. And I remember hearing about this stuff like damn near a year ago, but they didn't know who did it. So now it's kinda crazy to put a uh, name That's, in the face it was to him. It. Wow. It was him all That's along. Crazy. Like you heard about that? Like I heard about that a long time bastard. ago. Bastard. Yeah, so fuck this dude. Um, I heard from some people that maybe he's moving out of the country or he's fleeing or Whoa. I don't know what's really going on, but uh he's a fucking devil. We don't like him, and we want to talk about that and just bring it up so people know. Yeah, and I don't think I, I can speak for myself, and I think my brothers agree with me. I'm probably not going to be supporting either of those venues for the near future as long as that dude's involved. What, New Paris? New Paris he's or out of there. More. Oh, he's out of there? Yeah, okay. yeah. that's yeah, what I'm saying. He divested for New Paris. But I think what she's saying is that's not the Frisco way, man. No. Way. We don't beat up on homeless people. We don't bully people, man. We don't nah. attack the less fortunate, the downtrodden. Nah. Uh, we don't got no sympathy or, or support for people who do those type of things. That's the new wave gentral mentality is shitting on these homeless people and viewing them as, as a, a, a... Less than a, human. Less than but human all, or but, a nuisance. But you know it's what I'm also, saying? To fuck up your day instead of who they really are and what the society situation really is causing all this homelessness. But we also have to keep in mind that uh, I don't know how long this dude, where he's from, or how long he's lived in San Francisco. He's lived nah, he, for a while. Yeah, nah, he he's he went to high school. In, in oh, the city. he's from. Oh, he's yeah. from the city. Yeah, and we have to realize that this is um, a, a symptom of white supremacy in the American ways to attack the poor, uh, attack the less fortunate, bullying, and this dude's a white male. So and speak Z- on it, my white and, brother. And Zionism is, is also part of white supremacy. Anyone it's that disagrees fact. with me is tripping. Um, Israel is a white supremacist state. 
Um, and so this dude, it, it, it's it's uh, it's no wonder that he's problematic because you know he shares all these. He's a symptom of of these greater social constructs. Good so, point. No wonder. Good point. Yeah, and I I just don't understand as a as a property owner and a business owner in this in the city, he didn't take up his grief with the homelessness with the city or with the with the supervisor of that district. Well, I would say he's obviously insane yeah I mean, no yeah no, but no, that no, would have been but that would have been the better option because he, he he owns property so he had every right to take it up with the city of course you know what I'm but, saying? but he, he pays property he, tax they call this dude a, a fake vigilante or a vigilante right you know what and I mean? granted he's a criminal and he's granted, a criminal um, that's a vigilante generally are criminals yeah you know what i mean especially white men historically are criminals when they do vigil that's the kkk were vigilante yeah vigilante justice. you know what i mean like they're fucking crackers bro they're fucking yeah. criminals so this dude is a criminal he's a devil he's a piece of shit fuck him all right so in that news you know support your homeless brothers and sisters your houseless brothers and sisters people who got nowhere to go nowhere Amen. to sleep try to do what you can you know what i mean whether Help it's a less smile fortunate. whether it's some change whether it's some food whether it's really getting involved on the ground um we got a little bit of time left to talk about some new music picks for the week. On the on the, on the end of that though, it's just sad that he is the owner of the only venue that supports local hip hop, and we all should definitely stop fucking with the venue collectively. But I just ask the question: Where do we go from there in the city? You know what I'm saying? There's really nowhere else that local hip hop can showcase. In the city, so we we have to figure that out. But let's not forget when when these people, these rich club owners, these white men, when they choose to support local hip hop, it's why, because that's the only way they can make money. Because his, his venue was either too small or whatever it was, and he was like, "All right, I can make money off these dudes." You, you we used to talk earlier off the air that he treated you really bad in the beginning. Oh yeah, and ended up treating you well when he knew he can make money off you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, it's not back saying it's not like this dude was giving a voice to the unheard. Right. He was doing it out of necessity. I'm a, I'm a big advocate. A I'm a, you know, I play chess. So it's like I allow myself to get used so I can use them. So I'm going to, if you, you're using me to get the bodies in your venue, I'm going to use you for your venue. Of course. And, I'm going to put other local talent on. You know, we, we did a whole year. We're doing a monthly showcase and we was putting on everybody in the city damn near everybody in the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We brought talent there, and, you know, we just allowed, yeah, use me. Fuck it, but I'm going to use you. There's you no way was that an attack on your No, 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 yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying let's not yeah. forget, like, these clubs. No. I'm just giving game, say, man. We're not I'm fucking just, with these people. I'm just we're giving not fucking game. with these places. Like, yeah. I'm just giving it's game that good you. To turn that shit to our advantage while we can, and we definitely All have. these club owners is going to use you if they know you can bring bodies into their business. But Oh, yeah. Use them if you know you can make money and you can benefit off the situation and if you can empower other people. It's just about, you know, it's playing chess, man. All right. Well, on that note, do we want to talk about some new music picks for the week before we sign off? Uh, locally, it's about, um, for me, it's about Thuggy Man. I know Sean, he he uh, he listened to it. Yeah. It's tight. Stevie Joe Thuggy Man. Uh, it's, it's still, I mentioned it a couple of times, I think, in the last episode, episode before, but it's out. It's dope. Um. Uh. Oh. Uh. Larry June dropped a single called "Trap." It's classic Larry June. It's dope. I mixed it. <laughs> Go listen to that. Uh. It's by. It's produced by Sledger, and actually, he he's doing a part two to his to his uh little collab he got with Sledger. So I think we should be looking out for that. Sledger. Word. 
What about you, Sean? Any new music? A couple of things uh, that came up on the radar. I've kind of been, uh, for the first time in a very long time, uh, anyone who knows me is like I'm a big proponent of new music, uh, youth movements, but I, I've been really kind of jaded or just kind of discouraged by a lot of new music this year. And right when I was pretty discouraged last year, I listened to a couple projects, or last week, I should say. I listened to a couple projects that restored my hope. Uh, number one project I listened to that I really liked in the past week was Georgia Smith's debut album, man. She's really talented. She's a really good songwriter. Yeah, I need to check that out. Really good songwriter. Really a lot of levels and complexity to her songwriting. And she just turned 21. A young singer from the UK. Check that out. Another person who put in a, a really solid effort, who has really been on a run now for a few years, is J-Rock of TDE, Top Dog Yeah, I need to check that one out. Too. I heard a couple songs. It's pretty good. I really like that project. I really like the growth in him, especially that he's the elder statesman on that roster, and there's growth. That's really good to uh, see and hear. The production was really good. His yeah, because he was great. phony when he first came out. Shout out to Ali. and um, I think I think J-Rock, when he first came out, fell victim to the game, and, and because he was, you know, uh, banging and stuff like that. I think I think because of labels he was on, he was pushed to do certain kinds of records. But yeah. I think ever since TD, where he's been able to to harness his creativity and and hone his skill, he's and really, be around some. He's really stepped up, and not everyone on TD has done that. I think a lot of people have, but there's some people on TD I will not name out of respect to him that kind of not sees the opportunity. So J-Rock totally sees the opportunity. Name him. Cause I'm, um, I'm talking about Absol, man. I, There's been a lot of uh, drug abuse with him or his mm. inconsistencies last projects. And then in no way am I putting him down. I, I like him. You but just last, think he could do better. His last two projects have been really disappointing t- to a lot of people. You I like I mean? the they last had, one. They had songs, but overall they were just... They, they weren't up to par, and, and, and the bar is set high at that label. And so J-Rock answered the call. He handled biz, man. What else you got? You got I'm some other joints? Album who, uh, by an artist who's always been really dope to me, but I think he hooked up with a producer that really did him justice. Is Key from Atlanta from, uh, what, Strange Records. He hooked oh, up key, yeah. He hooked up with Kenny Beach, formerly a loud Key's pack. on Strange? I think so. Or Tech he, Nine? Or, he was, wow. or not Strange. What What's the label that uh, I McConan and Father and – I think OG Mako was part of before. OGG? No, before maybe not OG Mako, but there was an, another label that was kind of more progressive out of Atlanta that that I believe he was part of. I, I forget it. I apologize. I should know. I forget the but name. But he did a project with Kenny Beach from Loud Pack, who were kind of like some, uh, you know, that was the group electronic kind of trap music from New York. Not really my thing, but man, that dude came with beats and keys. A great rapper. So. uh that project is really dope. Go check that out. And last, but we, but not least, and we just talked about it was uh, Stevie Joe's project, Thuggy Man. I listened to it last night. It's it's definitely kind of long, but uh, really a lot of hunger there. Some really good features, and and the B selection is really good overall. Dope. Dope. That's why I'm check those to out lately. I've been listening to uh, a lot of Takashi Six Nine. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It helps me meditate. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Make love to it. Read books to it. You know what I mean? It's a lifestyle. Uh, the internet came out with uh, a song. I didn't even notice this. Oh, I liked it. Um, it was like three weeks ago. Yeah, it was cool. Can't recall the name, but it's their newest single. And I'm not going to lie. I've been out the way lately. I've been moving. I've been traveling. I had a, I was sick for a hot second. I haven't been bumping too much new music, but my brothers just gave you some some dope suggestions for you to check out it's for this week. Come Over, the internet song. Come Over by the internet. Yeah. It's been about an hour and 12 minutes. I think it's time for us to sign off. Sean, you had something? I was just going to add that Anderson Pax new single is super dope. Okay.
check that out too. But uh, I think this has been a good episode. We cover a lot of topics, man. <laughs> I want to give a shout out real quick to my my homegirl Juana Teo and her family uh, dealing with the passing of their father. You know what I'm saying? A lot of communities throwing uh, support. I'm going to throw up the GoFundMe link on my bio for y'all to, that follow me that can want to donate for the cause of a great family that does a lot for the San Francisco Bayview community. Uh, any final words of wisdom from my brothers? Friends don't let friends do pay-to-play gigs. Oh, real talk. That was that was real right there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, last words. Um, Don't invite dark energy into your life because the universe will give you what you ask for. Right, unless you need that dark energy to destroy your enemies. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Here's the dark cloud over your. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Peace, love, unity. We love all y'all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This is Native Sons Podcast. Drex One, DJ Sean G, DEO, Deshaun Davis, Dream Ear Productions, Cage Against the Machine. We out of here, baby. Peace. Peace. Yeah.